Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the two-game NBA slate, that being the game on Thursday, Miami-Boston, and the Denver Lakers game on Friday. DraftKings added a two-game slate for the two-day, two-game slate, right? So, um, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Real quick, I do want to say thank you guys again for all support. Seriously, currently at 4.85 thousand subscribers. That's crazy to think about. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys for all support. The easiest way to support me with all the content being free is just leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, hit the notification bell, spread the word. If you have friends that play DFS and you enjoy the content, you're making money, spread the word. Would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Um, if you guys are interested in the showdown slate tomorrow, Miami, Boston, I do have a video up for that Uh Upload that right before this. Um, also, if you guys cannot watch the videos, I do upload on Apple Podcasts. The link is in the description below to the DKDFS show. But with that out of the way, let's jump in the video. So, yeah, we're talking about a two-game slate. I thought the last two games, or what was it, Tuesday's slate was, was going to be the last two-game slate, but DraftKings added a two-day slate. They're smaller tournaments, but um, I think this is a, a pretty decent slate, and I prefer two-game slates, two showdown slates all day long. So, Let's talk about it. Um, first, before we get into players and the prices, let's take a look at the Vegas odds. Right, so Miami, Boston's a 208.5 over under. Boston are 2.5 point favorites. Nuggets, Lakers, a 212 over under. Lakers are 7 point favorites. So start with center at 10-5, Nikola Jokic. Wow, what a game that was. I am shocked the Nuggets beat, beat the Clippers in Game 7. But Jokic went absolutely off. 16 points. 22 rebounds, 13 assists, 3 blocks, and 2 steals. An absurd stat line for Nikola Jokic. He is playing out of his mind right now in the playoffs. Um, I mean, right now, he's a guy that the offense is just, you know where the offense is coming from with Denver. I always say that, but it's, it's Murray, it's Jokic. That's it. Like, everyone else is just kind of standing in the corner and wait to shoot threes. Like the, the 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 offense is literally give the ball to Murray, give the ball to Jokic, and get out of the way. So, yes, Denver's underdogs in this series. Yes, the Lakers are good defensively. I think there is some blowout risk with, um, you know, Denver playing. You know, you could argue that they're tired. Right? We saw was a game one uh, of the Nuggets Clippers series. They got blown out. So, there's a chance they can get blown out if Denver is going to stay in this game. If they're going to keep it competitive. Most likely, it's going to be because of a big game from Jokic. So, I like him even at 10-5. I think he's going to be popular, but I think it is for good reason. Anthony Davis at 10-4. So, if Anthony Davis at 10-4, LeBron at 11-2, give me AD. Give me AD for almost $1,000 less all day long. I know we had a bad game there against Houston and a blowout. Doesn't worry me at all. I like the price better on Anthony Davis than I do LeBron James. So I'm going to prefer him just for just for the price. They're always very, very similar plays. If they're similar prices, sometimes it's the coin flip. But when you have about $1,000 difference, I'm just going to go to 80 over LeBron all day. Bam and a bio at 8-3. A tricky one. I mentioned it in the showdown video, but his mitts are a little bit up and down. Some games will play low 30s. Some games will play close to 40. How many minutes do we get out of Bam is still a question mark. If he gets closer to 40, he looks like a better play at 8-3. If he plays only 32, it's probably a good chance he'll bust. I'm going to say that about a couple 
players from Denver, and that is the headache of Mike Malone and the Nuggets winning that last series because we have to go back to the guessing game with Paul Millsap and Michael Porter Jr. And I have guessed wrong on them literally every single time that last series. Every time I played Millsap, he played 14 minutes. MPJ played like 25 plus. I play MPJ last game, he plays 14, Millsap plays close to 30. It's literally, There's no rhyme or reason, it's just whatever Mike Malone's feeling. So I'm not excited about that, that is for sure. Uh, but yeah, back to Bam. Again, if he gets extended a bit, uh, he looks like a pretty decent play in the mid-range. But it's tricky, right? Because we have LeBron in the slate, we have AD, we have Jokic. And then we have more like the mid-range plays in the Miami-Boston game. So there's a lot of different ways you can go. You can also stack on this on this two-game slate, 100%. I think there's a there's a chance that the Lakers blow out Denver. Right? We saw it last series, the Clippers in game one. They blew out Denver. So you can definitely game stack if you think Lakers-Denver stay close. I think that game that probably has a little bit more upside compared to Miami-Boston. But, yeah, right. there's a lot of different ways you can attack the slate. Tice at 5-3. He'll play about 30 minutes. Probably get 20-ish, 25 fancy points. He's fine. Definitely not my favorite play. Here we go. Paul Millsap, 4-4. What are his minutes going to be? <laughs> I wish I could tell you. I, I played Paul Millsap so far. Uh, in this game, we played 14 minutes. I played him when he played 21 minutes. I faded him when he played 29. I faded him when he played 32. So... Do whatever I don't. Um, the 4.4K price looks decent on Paul Millsap, but it's just all about the minutes. If he plays 14 minutes like he has multiple times, then he's going to bust. If he plays close to 30, there's a good chance he gets value. Even though, again, that last game he played 32 minutes, only 13 fancy points. If I knew Paul Millsap was going to play 30 minutes, I would play him a 4-4. But there is no guarantee. Like I said, it's literally... A complete guess with him and Michael Porter Jr. Who gets the minutes? I have absolutely no idea. So, know the risk there. Markeith Morris, the minutes are going to go down on him. He played big minutes last series because of the small ball. 23-23, 23-24. Well, the game against Portland against a bigger team, about 15 to 18 minutes. That's what I think we get out of him this series. So, people might box score watch him play him. I still think he's viable 3-7. Like, he is still in play, but the minutes will go down on Markeith Morris here. Talk about Kelly Olenek in the showdown slate. Another guy that, if he plays 15 to 17 minutes, he looks a lot better. He's a high usage here. He's a good point per minute guy, but if he only plays 10 minutes, not so much. So, another one that it's tricky. If you're playing Bam, I wouldn't play Kelly O. If you're playing Kelly O, I wouldn't play Bam. Dwight Howard at 3-6 is, besides Rondo, I think he's my favorite value play of the day. Of the, I guess, two days, right? Um, barely played against Houston. Doesn't worry me at all. Lakers are going to go back to their traditional rotation, and someone has to guard Nikola Jokic. Well, Dwight Howard's going to be that guy for a decent amount of the game. I think we get around 20 minutes from him. And with that being the case, I, I think he's probably one of the best value plays of the day. I really like Dwight. I'm not worried that he barely played against Houston. This is a completely different team. They need someone to guard Jokic. 
I, I think Dwight could be that guy. So, yes, I think he's one of my favorite value plays of the day. Talk about Robert Williams. His minutes are in question. He's a good point-per-minute guy. It's worth a dart throw, but a super, super risky play. McGee's at 3-1, also playable. I assume he's going to go back to starting. Um, another guy that was super, super limited, but I think we get what we got in the Portland series from him. I think we get 13 to 14 minutes. At basically min price, he's playable. Like, he's had games where he's had over 20 fancy points, right? Two two of the last four, or two of the games against Portland, 24, 25 fancy points. So, he can get you there, right? He's a good point per minute guy. I like both Lakers centers. I think we get probably 13 to 14 minutes out of McGee, and I think we get 15 to 20 minutes from Dwight Howard. So, I do think they look like pretty good value plays. Let's move on to power forward. Talk about AD. Tatum's a 9-8. He's a guy you can own 100% consider, right? 60 fancy points the last three games. And if you're looking at the showdown slate, like Tatum's the spend-up that I'm probably prioritizing. He's been a do-it-all guy, scoring, rebounding, assist, block steals. He really has been filling up the stat sheet. 9-8 feels like a lot. It does. But don't rule him out. I think on the two-game slate, he goes a little bit lower owned. So you have Anthony Davis at a similar price, right? I think AD is probably the, the safer play, but don't rule out Tatum, who's been really, really good. Again, Hayward, doubtful. I don't think he's going to go. If he does go, that changes things, but I assume he's going to be out. Crowder's at 6K. Well, you know you're going to get out Jay Crowder, right? 30 to 35 minutes. He's been really consistent. He'll probably get around 30 fancy points. I think he's a fine play in the mid-range. Talked about Tice and PJ. Here we go. Here we go. How many minutes does Michael Porter Jr. play? Wish I could tell you. Look at the minutes in that last series. 23, 16, 23, 34, 22, 27, 15. Four sevens playable. You just, if you play Michael Porter Jr. or Millsap, know the risk. There's a good, there's a 50-50 shot that one of those guys only plays 15 minutes. I would not play both. I would not play both. I think you can take a shot of one because one will probably play closer to 30 minutes. And whoever does will probably get value at their or at their price. So, yeah, you can take a shot on them, but just know the risk. The minutes are so up in the air and just it's just impossible to try to figure out what Mike Malone's going to do. Kuzman's at 4-6 is just, yeah, he's, he's playable, but really it's, it's not been playing huge minutes. Like, he's been shooting the ball decent. Again, I think he's viable, but not my favorite play for his price. Jeremy Grant's a 4-5. Well, what we know we're going to get out of Jeremy Grant is the minutes will be there. Probably 30 to 35 minutes. Not a super high usage guy, but, again, playable on the slate. That's really it. Let's move on to small forward. Uh, LeBron's 11-2. Yeah, so right now I'm just going to prioritize AD. If you're going to make me pick, I think you can play both AD and LeBron if you want to. If I was going to do that, if I was going to play both AD and LeBron, I would just go full game stack. I'd probably go AD, LeBron, and Jokic, and then play value. So, which is 100% playable, right? A game stack and a two-game slate is definitely, definitely viable. We've seen, it seems like I've guessed wrong, or every single time that I stack a game, the other game goes to OT. Um, So yeah, LeBron is a guy that will play close to 40 minutes in a close game. Obviously a do-it-all guy. I think he's a really, really solid play. I do prefer AD, though, for his price to LeBron, if you're going to make me pick. Butler's at 8-4. It's just my issue with Jimmy Butler is just his games where he'll defer offensively. Like he'll take over 
when the game when it gets to the fourth quarter, but sometimes it won't be enough. So I don't think I'm going to prioritize Jimmy at 8-4 on the slate. He has upside. Like he can go for 50, but for his price, I don't think it's it's a play that really makes a ton of sense. Kind of the same thing with Jalen Brown. He had that one big game, went to double overtime. Other than that, his upside has been about 40, and his floor about 25. So I don't think I'm going to prioritize Jalen Brown either. Duncan Robinson's a play that it really intrigues me. I talked about it in the showdown slate. 14 and 17 minutes due to the foul trouble. The plan, in my opinion, is for him to play 25 minutes, possibly more. So, and he's the guy that can break the slate. If he's shooting the ball well, he can go for 30-plus. The floor is low. Again, know the risk, but Duncan Robinson's a guy that I do like at 4-2. I think the minutes do go up here. Green, KCP, you know what you're getting into with these guys. 25 to 30 minutes. Scoring dependent, 3 and D guys. They have to hit their threes. If not, the floor is low. Both are playable, but again, just know the risk if you play them. Iguodala, on this slate, I'm probably not going to do it. I just think there's better value options with the Lakers centers with Rondo. I'm just not going to get to Iguodala. Torrey Craig's at 3-2. I guess you can consider him. He'll probably play around 20 minutes. Playable, but I'm I'm just not going to do it. And that's it for small forwards. Money shooting guard. Murray's at 9K. Well, we saw that upside game from Jamal Murray. 40 real-life points, one for 55 fancy points. With him and Jokic, definitely Jokic is a safer play because he's just a guy that does more, whereas Murray can be scoring-dependent at times. Jamal Murray's in play. Again, you know where the offense is coming from in this Denver team. It's Murray, it's Jokic. That's it. The other guys just kind of stand in the corner. So I have Anderson Murray. I think he's more of a contrarian play, though, for his price. In my opinion, not in the optimal lineup when you have Anthony Davis for a little over $1,000 more than Jamal Murray, right? It, it just doesn't really make a ton of sense. You have Jason Tatum who's been playing Unreal for a little bit more. So Murray's in play, but just a contrarian option for me. Talk about Jimmy. Talk about Brown. Smart at almost 7K. I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to avoid him. We'll get that one big game out of Marcus Smart like once every 15 games. We saw it three games ago. Uh, and double overtime. I'm just I'm just not going to play almost 7K for Marcus Smart. Heroes at 5'8". I've been advocating for playing Tyler Hero. It feels like the last, I don't know, five or six games. I still like him again. Now, the issue is, I think the minutes do go down. He's played 37 40 minutes due to Duncan, Robbins, Duncan Robinson foul trouble. I think the plan is for Robinson to play 25-ish minutes. I think the plan is for Hero to play like 32-ish minutes. So he's still a good play even for 32 minutes, but I don't expect him to play like close to 40 minutes a game. I still have Anderson here. I think he's one of the better plays in the mid-range. Gary Harris, also playable. The plan for him is to play close to 40 minutes. Can be score independent, but he's a guy that can knock down threes, right? And he's going to have open looks with probably the Lakers are going to double Jokic and Murray at times. Gary Harris will will have open looks. So I think you can for sure consider him at 4-8 uh, for value. Uh, talking about Danny Green and KCP. Uh, Caruso's at 3-7. I would just rather get to Rondo, but I think he's playable here. He is. He'll probably play 20-ish minutes, 25 minutes. Playable, but I do prefer Rondo. Uh, I'm not going to consider none in this two-game slate. Don't think we have to do it. Uh, lastly, point guard. Talked about LeBron, talked about Murray. Kemba intrigues me at 7-5. Is that a playable price? He's been shooting the ball terribly. 2 of 11, 5 of 16, 6 of 19. Does he finally bounce back here? I think it's possible. The upside for him is f- around 50 fancy points, so... You can consider Kemba, but right now more of a contrarian play as well. Drogic at 7-4. Another guy that I think is solid in the mid-range. Um, 
you know, has been pretty pretty consistent besides the one dud game there against uh, Milwaukee. Other than that, he's been getting like 35 to 40 fancy points. 7-4, I think he's a pretty safe play if you're looking for someone in the mid-range. Like, I would 100% prefer Drogic to Marcus Smart. All day long, give me Drogic, and I'll take Kemba over Smart all day long as well. Rondo, yeah, I think he's I think he's your best value play. 4-3, that's just way too cheap. Only play 21 minutes to do the blowout. The plan, in my opinion, for him to play 25 to 30 minutes. He's a do-it-all guy, doesn't have to score to get you there. I think Rondo's your top value. He's going to be the ultimate chalk. I'm fine eating the chalk on him. And you can consider Caruso. You can consider Wanamaker, too, who played really well last game, but the minutes are more up in the air with him. He can play anywhere from like 8 to 25 minutes. If he plays the 25 like he did last game, I think he has a decent chance at value, but there's no guarantee with him and his minutes. Monte Morris, also playable at 3-4. He'll probably get around 15 minutes. Again, doable. He's going to be low-owned because you have Wanamaker at a similar price. You have some other value plays around there. So, yeah, again, playable, but not a guy I'm going to prioritize for value. So I think that's really going to wrap it up for the video today, guys. If you have been enjoying the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when I upload videos you know when I go live. I will be live streaming for this one, for the two-game slate as well. I can talk about the showdown slate as well, probably 30 minutes before lock. So be sure to check out the live stream, guys. Also, NFL content, we have the showdown slate between the Bengals-Browns. I do have a video up for that. I will probably be live streaming for that one as well. And then finally, U.S. Open starts tomorrow morning. Major week, guys. I do have a video up for that as well. So if you're interested in PGA, go ahead and check that out. Uh, thanks again, guys. Hope you guys have a good night, and I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.